Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Recording in progress. This meeting is being recorded. Uh, it's been crazy weather, man. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the reports, but Southern California isn't even here anymore. <laughs> What's going on down there? It's raining, it's snowing, it's sleeting. I mean, I was driving down the freeway in beautiful, sunny L.A., <laughs> and the mountains surrounding the valley were covered in snow, like snow-capped peaks. It looked like I lived in Denver or yeah. something. It was weird, right, yeah. Producer Katie? It's awesome. It looks like Denver. It was, I mean, I, I grew up it's in awesome. Denver. It looks like Denver. I've been here for like almost two decades. I've never seen <laughs> a view like this in my life. It made the mountains look beautiful. Yes. Because usually they're just behind a gray-brown cloud. <laughs> you, know. you can't even see them usually. Oh, yeah. but the way they were decked out in snow and the way the shadows were hitting them, it looked like a Bob Ross around here. <laughs> Gorgeous. Uh, but you know what? Coincidentally, though, so it was supposed to be our first weekend of Little League around here, but then the rains came in, and, and boy, they were a-coming. And in L.A., people start talking about the rain coming <laughs> for 48 hours before it actually hits. <laughs> Everyone starts making plans, uh, battening down the hatches. Um, but the Daverns, we decided to drive to spring training and check in on my beloved Mariners and see how they're doing, Loaf. How'd they um, look? Dude, first of all, I've never done spring training. If you guys have never done spring training, I can't recommend it more. Free parking, free to go to practice. <laughs> the guys are just walking around. All the Mariners are just walking from batting cage to pitching mound to BP, and they're all carrying backpacks like they're little leaguers. And they're just walking through the complex, and little kids just run up to them with Sharpies, and the guys get down on one knee and sign stuff. And, I mean, my kids are like... My my son, the bill of his hat has like six signatures on there from Ty France and George Kirby and uh, uh, Gino Suarez and uh, 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 Munoz, uh, Andreas Munoz, missing link, right? I mean, it was so cool. So jealous. Oh, buddy. It was awesome. And <laughs> the coolest thing is is my son and my daughter are both little leaguers right now, right? And it was cool mm -hmm. to be able to point to these guys and be like, look. They're basically just like you, just way bigger. Because <laughs> they're like literally carrying their glove under their arm, you know? Like they're a 10 year old. Who had a better awesome. time? You or kids? Probably me. Yeah. Probably me. Yeah. And then you get to go watch the game, and, and we were like two rows behind uh, the dugout. You got to buy the tickets to the game, but the tickets were cheap, and it was just fun. Uh, we got a wave from Julio. He was out in front of the dugout after the nice. national anthem was over. And I was like, hey, Julio. And he looks over, gave the kids a salute. Did you yell, Eugenio or Gino? <laughs> oh, dude, no. I just go with Gino. Uh, I, just... I go with Eugenio every time he hits a bomb. Oh, he's the man, dude. He's all smiles, like the positive vibes thing. You can feel it coming off of him. Um, it's funny, though. He was He was coming up to the dugout. Uh, to to get in for the first inning, and I go, I, so I'm just Gino, and my daughter goes Gino Smith, Aww. and I went, oh no, the other Gino in Seattle, <laughs> <laughs> two Genos right now, the oh, tale of two Genos. That's right, man. Oh, it was so fun. Did was the um they implement the the pitch count or the rule the the timer? Yeah, how'd dude, that go over? 
Uh, well, I didn't see it affect. We went to two games, and I don't think there was anything called during either of those games. However, I found that I had extreme anxiety sitting in the crowd watching the clock tick down. And really? wondering if... Because there's all kinds of different uh, um, angles to that rule where, like, the catcher has to be in place by a certain second. And then the batter has to be looking at the pitcher by a certain second, by eight or nine. And then the pitcher must be on the rubber with like two or three. And I'm sitting in the crowd like, it's like I'm watching Steven Seagal try to, you know, disarm a bomb in an action movie. So I'm like, is he going to throw the pitch or not? It's, and baseball was never this anxiety inducing hey, before. Excitement with every pitch. Oof. And that's what I'm ready for. Oh man! Well, you know what? I'm here for it, Brett Davern. Well, I am here for it. Listen, I'm all for the game moving along. I really am. I mean, nobody wants Nomar between each pitch anymore. You know, like, <laughs> no, thank you. But Lofa in person, and maybe you'll see. Uh, you got to go to a game maybe early because the M's they're going to be good this year, man. You got to go check them out. But and maybe you'll notice when you go in person. But for me, like the pace of eating my hot dog has changed. I can barely even look away and they throw three pitches now. I mean, it's the pace is noticeably different. And I'm not saying that it's negative. I'm just saying you really do notice a difference when you're watching the game. You're like, what? Huh? How is it 2-0 and already? What? It's, it's crazy. I wonder how that's going to affect some pitchers and, yeah. and wins and losses. Totally. Because I mean, that, that's all tracked, so... See pitchers, if it gets some guys off their game. Yeah, pitchers, hitters. I mean, because the hitters are just having to get just ready to go right away. I mean, they're dug in, you know. And then you got all the other rule changes. The bases are bigger. They Somebody I heard said it, they look like pizza boxes. And they're right. They do. They're huge. <laughs> First base is so much bigger than home plate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What was the point of that? Was that to, like, limit collisions or something? Limit some collisions. Also, uh well, first base and second base are, I guess, combined six inches closer to each other, right? It's three inches for each base, so more stolen bases, some more. More steals. Yeah, hey, you know, why not? I, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, but the point is, my family and I got out of the rain, and that was really fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got off that point, huh? <laughs> no. Do you, uh, you want to do the show here? Yeah, let's do it. we had some crazy weather, too. That was our Seattle recap. Let's do the show. Lots to talk about in Seattle, man. Lots of news with our Hawks. Let's go. It is the Take 12 Podcast. <clears throat> yeah, a little pitchy, dog. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I am Brett. He is Lofa Tatupu, and that's producer Katie. And Ryan, our good friend, the Missing Link, is over there. And collectively, we are the Take 12 Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, you guys. Lots of news in the world of the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith has got some new paperwork. He finally wrote back. There's some more Russell Wilson drama. (laughs) That was good. Uh, there's more Russ drama. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, there's some news 
Thank you, Bobby. And uh, the Combine, of course, will check in on uh, maybe if Lofa was uh, doing some scouting over the course of the Combine. I mean, truthfully, Lofa, a few weeks ago, we figured we'd just be recording an episode about whatever happened at the Combine and we'd be looking towards the draft. But my goodness, there is some (laughs) stuff to talk about in the world of the Seahawks. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Before we get into all that, there is some show news and some podcast news to talk about. Lofa and uh, everybody, we have partnered with, officially, Sports Travel Tours for next season. Now, what does that mean? Well, this last season, we took our trip to Germany. We took some 12s and some listeners to the podcast with us. We had a great time. We had game tickets. We had an exclusive meet and greet breakfast beforehand. We had parties and all kinds of stuff. It was awesome. Um, And we want to do that again next year with some more trips, but we want to do it bigger and better and more badass than ever before. Right, Lofa? Bigger and better and badass than before. Is it possible, folks? I don't know, but we're going to find out. (laughs) We're going to find out, man. Sports Travel Tours, they've been doing it for well over two decades, I think. It's literally all they do is take sports fans on amazing uh, experiences around the world. If you go to their website right now, uh, for instance, they have like golf packages, like Lofa. We could, if you and I and some buddies want to just go to St. Andrews and the like and, and have somebody book our flights and our hotels and the courses and dinners, and I mean, they can get right down to every detail. We could go book that right now, you know? And so, Waste management. <laughs> oh, that, hey, yeah. that would be so fun, right? We should do that. It will be fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, are we doing that? Sure. Is that yep. a thing? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, I, I wasn't in on the meeting. Okay, but anyway... <laughs> The point is, we're going to be doing that with us and with Seahawks away games next year. We don't know the dates yet because the schedule hasn't been released, but we do know the cities. Lofa, would you like to announce some of the cities that we and whoever wants to get passes and go with us will be traveling to? L.A. Woo! Wait, let me get some sound effects going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. New York. Woo! Oh, whoops, wrong one. That was, supposed okay. to be, that was supposed to be applause. There it is. Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the one I keep hearing great things about that I'm excited for, mm. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, yes. Nash Vegas, everybody. Yeah, Music City. I uh, Have I been to Nashville? I've been to Memphis. I don't think I've ever been Nashville's to Nashville. awesome. All right. Yeah, well, all those cities are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Lofa, we and we will be there, and we'll also be taking, of course, some former Seahawks legends with us on each trip. So we'll make those announcements as we get those guys to commit. That shouldn't be hard with those no. cities. We can get them to Germany. We can get them anywhere. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah, everybody. If you guys are interested in details about these trips, go to take12travel.com. It's that easy. You go to the website, you put in your email address, and we will keep you informed on these trips. You want to be the first in line to buy these tickets because as soon as they go on sale, they are going to sell out. These trips are domestic this year. And it's it's gonna be a blast. I mean, four Lofa, four cities, four parties. Yeah. Are you ready and for we'll, this? I, I don't know if I'm ready. I can honestly <laughs> say that I never turned down a party. But I mean, some of these could be double headers. We oh, haven't seen man. the schedule. 
And you guys, it's gonna be the the trips are gonna include hotel uh, nights, so we got you covered. We're gonna have uh, exclusive dinners and parties and events with our legends and with Lofa that other people will not be able to get into. So those will be exclusive. We'll probably have some sort of tailgate party before the actual game, and then of course we'll all be going to the game that we're in town to see. So these packages are gonna be awesome. So check it out. Take twelve travel. Dot com and of course stay tuned to our Twitter and Lofa's Twitter and all that and we'll keep you updated on everything. He's nodding. Yeah! He's nodding. It's radio. You can't nod. I I don't know. You said everything. I didn't know what I was supposed to say. <laughs> all right. Seahawks news, everybody. Let's get on to some Seahawks news. Uh let's start with let's start with the latest and greatest in the breaking news in the world of the Seahawks. The Geno Smith contract, Lofa. Uh, it, this came down last night as we're recording, actually. And um, interested in your thoughts here. Do you want the details? Give me the dates. All right. Uh, so the actual details kind of came out overnight. It was first reported a three-year, $105 million contract for Geno Smith, the comeback player of the year. Uh, the details this morning are a little bit uh, more sussed out. The Seahawks deal with Geno Smith. This is a, a tweet I'm reading from Mike Garofolo. He's verified, and he's an NFL guy. He knows what's up. Um, the Geno Smith details, it's a base value of $25 million per season, three years, so 75 mil, with $40 million fully guaranteed at signing, sources say. Of course, uh, Smith will earn 28 million in the first year of the deal. Uh, he has 30 million in incentives, however, that go along with this deal. So that's how you get to the 105. Ultimately, um, three-year deal, though, Lofa. What are your thoughts? I think that's exactly what I uh, predicted. <laughs> you nailed All year, it. yeah. And are I you and agent? I think it just it, and it cost us a little more than it, it would have had we did it during the season, but. Mm. I understand you got to see the whole year play out. Um, you can't go off of a small sample size, eight games, 10 games. But he finished strong, took us to the playoffs. He yeah. did his thing. Um, unbelievable year. And he's being rewarded for it. And I, I think um, this deal is not just good for us, but it's good for Gino as well because he does have another chance to sign, I think, by then, what, 34, 35? Right, but, yeah. Um, you know, so it's good for both sides, but it's, it's pretty – right in, along the lines of where I envisioned the, uh, the the contract going. Yeah. Uh, also, Garofolo goes on here in the tweet. It's a thread. So uh, further down, if you read, it says, Pete Carroll said the Seahawks are totally connected to the QBs in this year's draft, especially since they're in the rare spot of drafting number five overall. Smith's contract rewards them or rewards him for his comeback season, but doesn't close the door on Seattle taking a quarterback high at all. Because, of course, that's what you'd be wondering is how does this impact what they do in the draft? I'm not sure if it really does impact what they do at number five. If You know if they got a guy that they like there, they'll pull the trigger. Yeah. And if they don't, they'll trade back. And I don't, I don't know if they really care if it's offense or defense. As long as it's the right guy, you know they're going to take him. That's exactly the point. Um, there, there's less pressure. I'll say that much mm -hmm. now picking at five, but they have a guy circled, whether it's offense, defense, quarterback or not, they have one. And if he's there, then they're going to get him. But if yeah. not, they, they'll do what we always do trade back and, uh, you know, just stockpile picks and find more players. Yeah. And I think with the quarterback kind of solidified now, you can do that. And, uh, so 
I I don't I don't know where you know I'd want them to go. I really think they need to address defense first. Yeah. So, but, well, but I don't even even moving back, I don't mind them doing that. I got a call last night right away from my best buddy, who's a, a true blue Seahawk fan his whole life. Like right when the news came down, I got a phone call, <laughs> and he didn't even say hello. He just goes, "All right, I need your instant thoughts on the Geno contract." <laughs> and I went. What Gino contract? That's how fast he was. You didn't even know. I didn't even know yet. Um, so how are we feeling in Seahawks land about this? I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm, I feel fantastic. I mean, I love this. I mean, I, yeah. if you remember back, so many people were jumping in preseason last year with their thoughts on Gino and Drew Locke and who it should be and all this stuff. And if everybody remembers, this podcast was your – your 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 realm of sanity because we were all saying let's not make a determination let's see what happens and based on what happened i'm over the moon about this contract this sounds fantastic he's a veteran he showed us what he can do he can do more of that it's a three-year deal it gives you tons of flexibility if you want to re-sign him after that let's go because that means it was worth it i mean i'm i'm over the moon about this thing i love it who did you want jimmy g get out of here yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know, no way. Yeah. Right. You want, who do you want? Derek Carr? What, who did you guys want? You wanted someone <laughs> new to come in? No yeah. way. This is fantastic. I, He's been in the system. He knows it. He's comfortable. Pete loves him. We love him. Go ahead. Lofi. And we got him at a discount price. As much as people think, Oh, that's too much to play for one guy that had one year. Carr just got like 40 or something plus to go, you know, annually to go to uh, the, the saints. So um, no, I'm thrilled with it for both sides. Yeah. And I think Gino is a guy that can take you deep in the playoffs and, and and potentially win the big game. But we just have to address some things on the other side of the ball now. But I'm glad I'm glad he's back because of the storybook season he had. And I really, as crazy as it sounds, there is room to get better because think about how much quicker he's going to see things um, going sure. through it, you know, year what is it 10 now yeah but like but really getting his third or fourth year to really start and build on what he just did he knows the offense it, it's going to be fun man well and how much peace of mind does 40 mil guaranteed buy you uh just you know in your job and in, you know just feeling secure and able to just sort of relax and go about your business right oh man i, I can't wait to watch him play this year <laughs> who yeah. wouldn't love just showing up to work and having to be like hey sign here you get 40 mil for the next three years now go do your job you'd be like Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to let off the gas, though. And I, no, I know no, that's some not what I'm probably, saying. Yeah, okay, no, that's yeah. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying it's like you get to go yeah. like, hey, I'm not – I don't have to worry. This is home now. I can just focus. I can take all that mm-hmm. off. You know, not that he wasn't before. You know what I mean. It's like for yeah. me – for me, it's like anytime I book the acting job, it's yeah. like it's it's now I can take a deep breath. <sighs> now I don't Got have it. to worry about that next audition. Dive but you in. know what I need to do? Go learn those lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's uh, He already knows the lines. Right. That's Boom. true. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this thing. Uh, from one quarterback to another, if we're done uh, with Geno Smith there, there's some rust drama that has popped up again. And I feel like since we're a Seahawks podcast, we might as well talk about it. Uh, it's a bit gossipy, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I live in Hollywood. That's how that's how I roll. Um uh, the Athletic had a, had an article about uh, sources say and all that stuff. Sources close to whatever. Take the, all that for what it's worth. But uh, that that apparently Russell Wilson asked, or at least his camp did, or whatever, for for Pete and John 
to be fired or let go or whatever so that he could he could stay there and build his his dream or something i don't know but uh the, yeah you guys all read the story you guys know what i'm talking about lofa your thoughts did you read the story do you have any thoughts i did not but i got a ton of you know messages and yeah. calls just like what you know and i'm i'm wondering you know timing of the story you know why why would it come out a year later mm-hmm. um and just you know it both both have gone their separate ways and it's just like why why continually bash the guy <laughs> like i i don't get it wait who uh, bash russ yeah. yeah i mean because this this story doesn't make you look good like in, in any any way and and I wonder, the only thing I really wonder that, like, from a, I don't know, sports or media side of things is, mm-hmm. where did it go wrong? Like, that's yeah. the only thing that's left me to ask, mm-hmm. is that where did the relationship between the two go go so far south, at, you know, yeah. after 10 years of, of winning? It, you know? it, well, I'm, I think I can answer you a little bit, maybe, or at least in my opinion. I think, I think it went wrong somewhere after Mr. Unlimited and Let Russ Cook and into Let's Ride. Like, it just rubbed people the wrong way. And I think that the journalism of it, I mean, I'm not a journalist. I, You know, what do I know? I'm, we're, I'm a podcast guy, you know? <laughs> Wink. Yes, we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, uh, like, I think, I, I don't know, man. If I'm reading the tea leaves sort of with the media, what I think it is is they're a bit myth that I think they feel like they were sort of lied to with him and who he was and that robot Russ thing. And so there was sort of this crack developing already and the media does what they do, which is they found a little hole and man, they're exploiting that thing and making it as wide as possible because it's juicy and because we're all going to read it. And that's the business that they're in. And timing wise, my 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 buddy, my my Seahawk fan buddy, of course, was all over this, and he was like, "Why do you think? Why is this coming out?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. I think just like, because he was like, do you think it's true or not?'" And I was like, "Well, I I think because it took so long to come out, they were trying to confirm everything up, so it probably kind of is. I mean, if it is, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, a player going and asking for to the ownership. I mean, that's what. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm. Um- Firm believer as being a player mm-hmm. and also having been a coach. Um, players play, coaches coach. I mean, and I guess if, if you're that unhappy, do something about it. But um, I, I didn't see it in that way. I thought it would be, hey, trade me, you know, yeah. get you know, get me out of here. Yeah. Well, I think and that goes back to the media sort of feeling lied to or us feeling lied to. I think the thing that rubs everybody the wrong way about all of the drama surrounding Russ and the Seahawks is that outwardly it's always like hey i want to be seahawk for life i'll be here for the next 20 years but now we're finding out all these behind the scenes things and it's that sort of perceived deception that i think is obviously what everybody has such a problem with and i mean you know until the i don't know what what improves it if the play on the field if they if they go deep into the playoffs next year does the media get off his back i don't know i don't know how all this stuff works but they're on him right now yeah well, I mean, it's going to be interesting because I don't think Sean Payton's ever had someone play bad at quarterback under him. Like, I mean, you can go back sure. into the history. Um, I think I think I said it on here before when he when he first got the job, we we addressed it. 
he took Kerry Collins to a Super Bowl in New York as an offense coordinator. He went over to Dallas, made Tony Romo a household name as an undrafted out of Eastern Illinois. He went to New Orleans and made Drew Brees the all-time leading passer after a labrum surgery mm-hmm. when everybody said he was done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I reckon really I, the comparisons for Drew Brees and Russ in terms of height and all those kinds of things. So people are thinking. I could see some happen. MVP ball coming out of Denver this year is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so whether you love him or hate him, you're going to hear a lot about him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, man. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, uh, being released by the Rams. I mean, I'm not really sure how this stuff goes. You know, um, it, it seems like an amicable divorce here with the Rams, but only the one season there. So not sure what happened. Uh, in, behind the scenes, but who cares? He's going to be a veil, and I want him. Yeah, <laughs> agreed, agreed, yeah. my man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, you look at they they were, you know, tough on cap space over there for a while now. Yeah, getting you know getting rid of all the picks, signing the free agents, getting oh, to the yeah. Super Bowl That's the way true. they did, mm-hmm. and um, you know you knew it would come due, and and they're going to have to. There's even reports they they're talking about trading uh, Ramsey too because they just can't afford him anymore. And um, so they were, they were trying to give it one last hurrah. And, um, you know, I think Bobby even, he went into it open-minded, like, hey, they have a talented roster. If they can stay healthy, which they weren't able to, um, that kind of derailed their uh, their run there. But he had another Pro Bowl-esque All-Pro year, um, even getting career highs and sacks. I think he had six this year. So – yeah, he, he is something I very much want back on this roster. Um, definitely fills a need, especially with Brooks being hurt. Um, haven't heard if uh, they're re-signing Barton yet. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah. that that's that's a – we would welcome Oof. just the leadership alone, man. Oh, man. It would be great to have him back in the building for sure. And also, this one season spent with the Rams, we could take all the photos and all the video and all the highlights, even though it was a great season, and we could do with all of that what we've done with the COVID season, you know, with the empty stadiums. <laughs> you notice how you never really see any yeah. photos or videos from the COVID <laughs> season. Let's do the same thing with Bobby's Rams season. I mean, respect, <laughs> but like, let's just, if he comes back to us, I mean, and he's, and he's back in the blue and the green, we can just pretend like it never happened, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the stats, they go to the, uh, towards his Hall of fame career sure, great sure because those those are a lot of tackles and and uh big plays that that he needs for his uh, resume but the pictures <laughs> can go back to him and that's in, right in, in our uniform and, also, and not in 45 well and, yeah right <laughs> i know and also everybody and far be it for our, ourselves to pat ourselves on the back but why not can we for a second yes because if you guys think that the thank you Bobby shirts and the thank you Bobby cards on his return to Seattle didn't have something to do yeah. with oh, this it was reunion, the shirt. I mean, come on, Blitz wearing the shirt. You know Bobby saw that on social media. So everybody out there who bought a shirt or held up a card at that game, uh, you guys had something to do with it. And it's of course, you. so did we. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> oh man, I would be very excited for this to happen. Um, speaking of new players, uh, coming to team possibly or whatever, uh, the combine happened and that was what this episode was going to be about. (laughs) Uh, and here we are talking about it last sort of, but, uh, anybody jump off the combine pages to you? Uh, people were raving about the quarterback from Florida. There was of course, everybody from Georgia. Like, I mean, even 
probably even Georgia's like second string punter is being talked about from this combine. Yeah. Like if you went to Georgia, there's no doubt you're going pretty high in this draft. Uh, but any, anybody, Lofa, leave off the page to you? No, but having such a high pick, um, you know, these guys that I don't want to call them workout warriors and, you know, and, and talk shit or anything because I was terrible at the combine. That's, I'm just throw that out there. Just go be, be rabbit myself before anybody starts to bash my four eight forty. Um, but having the fifth overall pick, it's important that you see these guys, you know, rise up because then I went and looked at some of their highlights, and you know, like Nolan Smith, freak athlete, True. shows up in every game. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at the production side of things, it's like I think three or four sacks each year for three, I think four years. It was like somewhere around like 12, 13. It's just the, the four three, which it's insane that a 250-pound man is running a four three these days. Yeah. yeah. And there were several, there was four or five D ends running under four four under. Dude, and what are, I mean, do you go visit these sports academies? What are they doing at these sports academies in the offseason or wherever well, they're taking these these guys to work out, man? I mean, it's well, kids are starting younger. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, like, and and some are just focusing on one sport. And you know, um, I, I think sometimes that's to your detriment because you grow from all of the different sports and what they have to offer you. But um, I have your combine you know, numbers, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I burn them those things. <laughs> you can find them online. <laughs> you can talk about my Wonderlick. That's about it. Okay, <laughs> I'll do. I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still looking at the forty time. But um, yeah. So it's just. Some of those guys are going to jump up into the top five and get picked before we have a chance to. So on on the th- the flip side, it's it's not you know not bad. It's great. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. Always happy to see a kid get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just sometimes that doesn't translate to plays made on the field. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Well, so sp- spoken gotta... by a guy, but this is great coming from you because spoken by a guy who, you know, we can laugh about it now because, you, dude, your career speaks for itself. But your measurables here at the Combine, my man. I mean, I pulled up the whole thing. I I'm not laughing. Ever... <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Listen. You bastard. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> well, you see, now you're making it almost impossible for me to not start reading some of these. Look at it. Fucking read it, man. Uh, hey, you brought it up. The 40 time of 484. I mean, what is happening there? Ooh, the 482. Those assholes. <laughs> it says, right now, I'm reading from the official page, okay? NFL combine results. 484, you were running 16.9 miles an hour. By the way, I think that's I pretty pedestrian, Katie. <laughs> Producer Katie's here to be your silver lining. Yeah, I appreciate it. Here, she's like mom I would mode like on to the see sidelines. Somebody else do that from anyone in this room. <laughs> Producer Katie's gonna be full on mom mode. That's okay, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. It's, that's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. Hey, man, thirty-five inch vert though. I, oh yeah, I, I mean, got I got both these. He's, I can jump. <laughs> that's. One inch short of a of a full yard there. That's I mean that's your toesies are off the ground there. That's I couldn't even come close to that. Your broad jump 113 inches. I'm not. I don't know if that's good or not. I'm not sure. I think it was like nine eight or something like that. I'm yeah. sure it was fantastic. Okay. Your 20, wasn't bad. Yeah, thanks, Katie. Twenty yard <laughs> shuttle and three cone. I don't even know if those. Would that be was good. actually the, the the shuttle was the only one that I was I ran somewhere. I think it was four two oh or four two one, and but I slipped on it, and the guy wouldn't let me do it again. Really? They were real pricks over there. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I even had, I think, what was I, 5'11 and 7 eighths? And so I braided my hair. They got you here so, at 71.88 inches, whatever that adds up to. Uh, yeah, I think it's 5'11 and 7 eighths. Okay. But so I braided my hair, right? To try to like, and I wore the do rag, the, yes. the skull cap, so that like he couldn't get to the scalp. <laughs> and this fucking guy found like one of the rows and just went boop right on the side. I was like, you just cost me a lot of money. Oh, you didn't it, well, put some lifts in the shoes or are you barefoot? Oh, you're barefoot. Yeah, you're barefoot. Oh, yeah. yeah, they would have yeah. thought of that. I used to wear lifts to some auditions every once in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm six what? foot. Oh yeah, I'm six foot. You wore lifts to audition. Well, you just like stuff some styrofoam and be, uh, you be under not. your heel. Yeah, you How walk old in. Were you hey, when what's you're up? Doing that? Like, when did you stop? Doing and you that? just. What do you mean? Like, you give yourself an extra inch, you're getting that job, man. At what? Point? And you're just squeaking the whole way down the hallway when you're walking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to walk very gently. <laughs> On uh, your toes. What you were? By the way, you were faster at your pro day. Did you know that? Yeah, one of the scouts from Seattle. I'm not going to name names. Uh, great man, but he 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 hand timed me faster. He goes because he goes. I really liked you, and there was no way we were going to take you if, if you were that slow. You, yeah, you, well, you. That's were, what he told me after the four. You were a four seven, four he seven goes, at he, your pro day. He goes, I had you at four six eight. I go, what? I'll he's take like, it. he's like, don't worry about it. I was like, yeah, whatever he had. Well, listen, the, the overall lesson here is I'm not sure how much the combine matters, but it was kind of fun to check in on some of the highlights. I don't know if you saw, uh, I think it was Darnell Washington, the, the big tight end from Georgia. He, yeah. um, they make him push the shot or the sled, the tight ends. And there was a video on, <laughs> on Twitter of Darnell Washington doing it. And it looks like Sort of like what it would look like in the movies. Like he hits the sled and then he sort of picks it up and like pushes it, you know, like five, six yards or something like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, all right, that's a football player. But then they showed all the other tight ends doing it and the thing barely moves. It didn't look like that. And it was it was great. The, the order of the video actually was perfect because it was even better that you saw him do it first because, whoa, that guy yeah. is strong. I mean, my goodness. And I, six, seven, uh, 260. And I think he's got like a... 10-foot wingspan, freak of nature. I mean, I don't know if you take a tight end number five overall, but, like, whoa, that guy is going to score some touchdowns in the red zone, I'm telling you. And, and clear some people out of the way when he's blocking. And what do we like to do in Seattle? Well, last year it looked like we put five tight ends on the field and ran the ball a bunch. So let's do it. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, dude. And then – um Everybody was kind of geeking out over the quarterback Richardson from Florida, but Florida, yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure because to your point, like, yeah. To, well, my point is just like wins. Yeah, you know, I don't. How many wins? Yeah. Because I know Lamar Jackson went to Louisville. You take Lamar off that team. First of all, they don't have a Heisman. Second of all, I don't even know if they're finishing 500 without him. Mm -hmm. And and he reeled off, you know, a, a 10 or 12 win season with them. So. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of like Jake Locker up here, you know? They had zero win or one win the year before. Then he finally, uh, his junior year, gets the full-time start or whatever. And they go six and seven or make a bowl seven and six. And uh, that's the kind of talent you're looking at for at quarterback. So, yeah. I mean, all the run and jump is great, but does it correlate to wins? Mm. Check out. 
Take12Travel.com, everybody. Our partnership with Sports Travel Tours. Four trips next Seahawks season. The second these uh, game dates are released, our ticket packages will go on sale. So make sure you sign up, put your email in, and we're not going to spam your inbox. Don't worry. We'll just hit you up when there's an update on the trip or something like that. Um, I believe also there will be a way to put down a deposit to hold your spot once they go on sale. So make sure you're getting the updates. Go to take12travel.com. Take12travel.com. Don't spell out 12, you wiseacre. (laughs) Not everybody's Wonderlick is so high. Yeah, you know. Go ahead. Tell us your Wonderlick score. It was 29. Yeah, just a shade under 30. Which I've looked into is very high. And I've also tried to take the wonder look and did not even come close to 29. It was What'd you get? beautiful. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> no, I, we aired out my shitty stats. You got to tell us yours. <laughs> it was very bad. I remember we did it, I think the first year of having Loaf on the show, we just did yeah. it off mic one time because I was like, I, and some website claimed to have it. So yeah. it was timed. I'll I took it. Again. I, no, I'm, I can, I'm pretty sure it was like a, like a 19 or something. It was terrible. 17. It was awful. It was I not had, good at all. So my boys, when I got here, all the linebackers, they were talking shit about my combine numbers, right? <laughs> and then we pulled up the comp, I mean, the uh, Wonderlick numbers. And one of my buddies, we had a guy from, from Harvard, uh, you know, and it's a pretty good school, I guess. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. And uh, I think I beat him. I think he got like, he was the next highest at like 27 or 28. And he's like, oh, no, no. He's like, first of all, I was like, well, you can't, no excuses, Kaz. He goes, first of all, I'm at BC's Pro Day because <laughs> Harvard's so small, we don't even have our own Pro Day back then. Oh, so he's making excuses? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> He goes, and then I'm uh, I'm on a goddamn bench with Hell's Bells blasting as guys are getting warmed up for the fucking bench press. He goes, I take it over. I promise you I get higher than you. So <laughs> we might have to make him retake it. Yeah. One-on-one. <laughs> Let's do it. I want to. I want to have a game show on NFL Network just yes. called Wonderlick. Oh, that's funny. I host. Yeah. That, that I would watch that actually. See? Yes. Ah, come on, nice guy. Digital's got a new pitch. Woo! Let's somebody call Rich Eisen. <laughs> I got an idea. Yeah, man. Hey, that's been the show today, everybody. You can hit us up anytime on all social media at Take Twelve Pod. Also, uh, email us uh, SeahawksPod at gmail.com if you got questions comments or want to hear us talk about anything and uh check out take12travel.com uh to sign up for the trips and stuff like that for lofa and katie and ryan i'm brett hands in the middle let's break it down lofa draft is coming up we'll we'll be back with a draft episode but until then what you got we can go congrats gino oh Drinks on Gino. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just go congrats, Gino. I mean. Sounds good. What a beautiful story. Absolutely. Congrats, my man. Congrats. Congrats, Gino, on three. One, two, three. Congrats, congrats Gino. Gino! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube.